on the 147th episode of the Fantasy Lens Podcast. We're back recording on our regular night and here to get you ready as we're on the cusp of the fantasy football playoffs. Let's start the show. Welcome to Fantasy Lens on our normal Monday night as we watch the uh, the Ravens shit kick the the Rams as the Rams continue to just slide down and out of the playoff picture. And those contracts look, look worse and worse for their chances. And those uh, fantasy draft picks of the Rams look worse and worse. Oh my god! Yeah, Cooper Cup. Talk about starting out hot as a fire fire poker. How does a fire poker? And now he's just as after it's it, after it's been through some fire, yeah. not like a dormant fire poker, <laughs> a well used yeah yeah campfire yeah. fire poker. <laughs> and and now he's just uh, as cool as a um, unused a fire dormant poker. fire poker. <laughs> <laughs> a, a... <laughs> he's like a fire poker that's just for looks. Like yeah. your fireplace is out of commission. You have those like cast iron, really yep. heavy fire pokers, and they're just for luck. That's like my grandparents. I always, I always, they know. The moment you said that, I just pictured my grandparents' uh, fireplace in their house in Staten Island, and just like seeing those things never used. <laughs> I've been there. I went there countless times, never used that fireplace. I was Actually, th- I don't even know if it was real. I was thinking a just like a a rich person's just for show fireplace. Just for it's like is it a real fireplace? Oh, it's real. Just they just don't use it. Yeah, they just. Can't be bothered. That's like the uh, gathering room. Like they're only going to use that room during gatherings. Yes. And then if it's if it's cold out, they'll put the fireplace on. They won't. Their their butler will. Yeah, Garcon. <laughs> Pierre. Garçon. Pierre. Garçon. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> yeah, cool. Pierre Garcon, who's about as useful as uh, Cooper. <laughs> <Garçon>. <laughs> uh, so but- there goes your wide receiver one. That's kind of. Annoying. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and my one league oh, got to lose twice in a row. I had James Conner, who's been hurt the past couple of weeks and just fallen off. Hopefully, he comes back this week. Although Hopefully. I was able to snag Matt, uh, Benny Snow early Sunday, and he had a, a yeah, nice, he had an nice okay game. game. He had like, well, he had like eleven standard points, which is pretty good. Better than Samuel's. Yes. Um, and then um, what was I going to say? Oh, uh, Brita, who's, you know, classic Brita, play one game, sit two. And now Cooper Cup is just killing me. Yeah, man. Like you said, having your, one of your top wide receivers just not producing is, is Yeah, bad. in your league, I have him and Thielen, and, you know, it hasn't really hurt me, though. Well, so, you have I mean, Chubb and, uh, McCaffrey, so you've sort of lucked out on, uh. Yeah, and Landry's been going off. Yeah. yeah. Landry is I don't what play Beckham Landry should be. Every game, and I have to stop doing that. I'll say, especially with this, um, we talked about with Mayfield last week. Their schedule is just so favorable. Yep. And he's especially in in the haters club. It's you know half PPR, so um, even more valuable. Oh yeah, but Landry is playing the role. I think like the ODB should be playing. The is this a? I just thought of this, but is this a, a trend now for Thielen of fading down? The stretch. Well, he's been hurt. I mean, I, I really couldn't fault him on that. I mean, he must have did more more to him than what you know it looked like on that one beautiful, beautiful touchdown catch yeah, that right. caused it all. 
But uh freaking hamstrings, man. You never know with them. Yeah, you can't. I I'm not going to blame it on. I'm not I'm I would still be really big on Thielen next year, you know, no matter what happens at the end of this year. How it turns and out. And hopefully he's back in the playoffs for you. Yeah, and exactly. But hopefully he's back. Just having somebody with a Q tag all the time and never suiting up is so annoying. Yeah, there's it's, those guys. Uh, yeah, I would say there's those guys where they get the Q tag. Okay, he's definitely playing. And then you have your Adam Thielen's and Alshon Jeffries. Alshon Jeffries. Yeah. <laughs> Alshon Jeffrey every single week doesn't practice Tuesday. Limited practice Wednesday. Um, limited practice Thursday. Full practice Friday. Pre-game warm-ups. Tweaks his hand feel it. <laughs> Every week. Every goddamn week. Uh, he's, he's the man. He's a, yeah, what is, oh my god. Yo, Lamar, oh, he only didn't get, did it, did it, hey. Oh my god, yo, Lamar Jackson. Do you not, uh, just like do your O face on the, the podcast? Lamar Jackson, cause he's just on another oh, level, oh. man. It's, it's really like, it's, it's like you're playing Madden on easy. And the defense, and like you created a team that's just full of superstars. So you have like lead, like you know, your offensive line is like 99s, and your running backs are 99s. You know, everyone's 99s, and you're just moving at a pace. That's Do just... you want to get a little bit more specific with your hypothetical? No. Okay. I, you know, you used to have fun doing that in Madden, but it's just crazy. It's just crazy. He just looks ridiculous. All right. Well, let's talk about the rest of the week 12 games, going to the good, the bad, and the ugly. Uh, I mean, should I go with the obvious good? The Jets? Yes. 34 points, three weeks in a row. <laughs> I hate you. Uh, back in the playoff picture, probably just gonna win out. Not back in the <laughs> Last time the Jets scored 34 points or more in three straight games was the Brett Favre era. Just hey, FYI. Listen, if he sat out a couple games instead of trying to continue his streak through a bum shoulder, they would have actually made the playoffs that year. <laughs> And guess who got desperate in the league where I'm leading in points and picked up Sam Darnold for next week? This guy. Oh, for next week. Yeah. Oh, so you I'm get fucking any... my league. I'm leading in points, and I'm going to be on the outside of the playoff picture looking in, going into the last week of the season. Oh, so, you man. know, I picked up Sam Darnold. <laughs> Why not? Listen, Why the hell not? Cincinnati is also getting desperate because they're putting uh, Dalton back, back in. Yeah. Well, I mean, Finley is – I mean, he looks – it's terrible. terrible, yeah. Yeah, I, I guess they figured, let's play him a couple games, see if, like, we can possibly maybe not draft a quarterback. And then they're like, no, 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 no. Why would we think that? I mean, on his two biggest... We're draft a quarterback. On his two biggest plays from last week, Finley, um, they were pretty bad throws. Boyd just made great catches, so... Well, the one he was just standing still, and Boyd... And he still threw it, and Boyd made a ridiculous catch. catch. yeah. So I, I'm not really, uh, yeah... I, I, Dalton needs to be back in this, <laughs> for the, for the Bengals. So that hurts the Jets, cause, you know, there's actually a real, um, running quarterback. back. Quarterback. Uh, sorry, I'm watching Mark Ingram. Yeah. Alright, you wanna go to your good then? Yeah. Well, don't Jets have Miami next week? Yeah, yeah, they, they're, uh, scheduled, they have two, they have, uh, the Bills and the Ravens left. Uh, I guess you can also put the Steelers in there too. As, oh yeah, those, so, I mean, like, those, those, those are three tough matchups. So yeah, I mean, it's not all roses. You guys aren't going nine and seven. I'll just tell no, you that. No, <laughs> uh, I mean, it's not all rosy down the uh, down the stretch for them, but they do have some uh, confidence going, and they do have some decent matchups that you, you can exploit. You just can't look past the own eleven Bengals. That's all I'm saying. Listen, do you, do they want to give another team their first win? 
Very how, how nice are they? They are pretty nice. Um, my good is just Baker Mayfield and the Browns offense. Um, Almost blew it though. Yeah, but you know what? It, they they just look like they're clicking now. I mean, I know you know dolphins. the Dolphins are the Dolphins, um, but they did put up some points in the Steelers, and the Steelers were doing really well on defense up until that point. And, uh, you know, just, you like to see what they're doing with Kareem Hunt now in the mix, uh, Joku coming back. Like, you know, I think their offense could be a little more dynamic and maybe Baker Mayfield just getting a little more confident, you know, and that should help them. And is Kareem Hunt a flex play every week now with how much they're involving him in the offense? He's, I mean, he gets a shit ton of targets. Definitely a PPR. In any PPR format, I think he's flex. Because of that ability he has, yeah. like to break break a, a a big play, score a touchdown, and like I said, all the receiving targets he's getting. Anyone else? <laughs> Anyone else? No. We sticking with good. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so <laughs> so glad you are. Uh, <laughs> my good is uh, Tyler Boyd. Sorry. Um, finally. Shook, shook off some dust for anybody hoping he would be a wide receiver three flex play. Um, it took a couple of really crazy good catches and now he has Andy Dalton back, which, you know, doesn't, shouldn't be something that you're like dreaming about. <laughs> Jumping but, at the for. Uh, he's a much better player with a decent quarterback. So I think my good is, uh, for the people who are about to drop Tyler Boyd. Um, not so soon. Yeah, and, um... Not so fast, my friend. And definitely, um, like I said, playing the Jets this week with... You can throw on the Jets, so that should help. And... How did Derek Um, what... It's Derek Carr. Mm-hmm. We, know, we know he fell back to Earth. And, um... And people who drafted AJ Green are still holding on to him. I mean, like... It's just, that's just frustrating. And just continue to roll Boyd, even if it, very frustrating. frustrating. It's gonna keep going, so I might as well just let it go. <laughs> um, it goes like one too long. Um, <laughs> I know, I'm just saying, it goes like it feels like it's just, uh, gonna get you frustrated. But I guess that's the point. It's a meta. But even, even if AJ Green, like, suits up this week, I still like Boyd. Way better, and I probably for the rest of the season because I don't even know yeah how what's going on with Green and how healthy he's even gonna be and how effective he's gonna be not playing all season. So yeah, I, like I don't Boyd. think he's gonna play. And you know Boyd's better when Green plays anyway. Uh, take some pressure off of him. Be a good decoy. So that's fine. I have another good. Go on. Um, actually a great, actually weird. Whoa. The uh, Titans combo of hmm. Derrick Henry. And Ryan Tannehill. Ryan yep. Tannehill, who looks fantastic. Um, and is probably happier than anybody else to get out of shitty Miami. And then Derek Henry, who is just a, he's a winter magician. Um, the dude loves it when it starts getting cold. Or maybe not even cold, cause they're in Tennessee, but he just loves these months. It's still chilly. This is about the time where, uh, Dennis, uh, where Sorry, Derek Henry starts rumbling into your playoff heart. Well, I mean, he just pretty much pulled off with something similar to what he did to yeah. Jacksonville last year. I mean, not the four touchdowns or whatever, uh, but still a shit ton. Like, I mean, that run was pretty ridiculous that he had. Uh, yeah, so just, oh, yeah. Tannehill's got 
over 20 points in like five straight weeks now. Kill it. I mean, a viable fantasy starter. Um, doesn't make me feel great for, for sure. Gase as a jet coach if Tannehill gets out of Miami and looks this good. But, you know, whatever. Nah, I wouldn't worry about that. Just, it's nice to see uh, Tennessee have some symbols of a passing game. Yeah. <laughs> or a quarterback that could just throw the ball. Um, also, well, my bad is also kind of just the good, is uh, Jameis Winston. He's on pace to lead the NFL in touchdowns and interceptions, which hasn't Gotta been done in, like, 30 years. He's just, like, he's like a Jekyll and Hyde quarterback. Yeah. Right? It's really crazy. And I mean, Chris Godwin made a couple crazy catches that saved him interceptions, too. Um, he's Eli Manning. No, uh, but he can throw the ball much further. Uh, Eli Manning is prime. Throw <laughs> yeah, a nice he deep ball. Yeah. He's Eli Manning in his prime. Um, if they had a top defense, he could probably go on a heater and win a Super Bowl, but they don't, and they can't make up for his mistakes. <laughs> this mm. was what – watching him is like what I was watching – Eli Manning. It's like you just – how do you look so masterful at sometimes and then just throw three picks in a row and lead the league in interceptions? Like every year Eli was good. He also led the league in interceptions. Yeah, I mean I guess that comparison can be – I could see it. Um, I mean do you roll with him? Like he, Jameis? No. Yeah, no, you don't even though he's getting like 20-something points a game. I mean – it's too too nerve wracking for me. I I guess. Yeah, I don't like that kind of uh, negativity in my life. Seeing my <laughs> quarterback possibly throw four interceptions and get negative two points or something. I mean, it was a rough start. I think his first pass this week was an interception. So like, you're obviously, yeah, that definitely. Yeah, I don't, I don't tough to watch, but I don't need that stress around holidays. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to eat turkey and have fun. But, I mean, depending on how his last games go, I mean, he could tech possibly, Bruce Arians, you know, said he might, you know, who knows, he could be back with the Bucks next year. Hmm. All right, Anthony, your bad? My bad is just the Raiders and Lions. Um, the Raiders, quick, they just went from looking like a team that could possibly win the AFC West to I don't think they're making the playoffs. They got, um, sh- they got their shit kicked in. And... <laughs> And also, uh, just absolutely dominated. Also sucks. Hunter Renfro went out with a broken rib and punctured lung. He that sucks. Yeah, and he was um, looking good. So that's, um, that sucks for was, him. Yeah, he was looking like a classic uh, ten point <laughs> floor. Need this guy um, to just get me ten, and I'm going to start him. Well, that's not going to happen anymore. Uh, he'll be out for a bit, uh, possibly the rest of the season. I don't know. That's I've had a punctured lung. It's not fun. Um, didn't we do the same thing? Like, I feel like every year you just wait for somebody in the NFL to get a, a punctured, punctured lung. lung so yeah. To, to bring, bring up. up how you got a punctured lung. Well, I'm not bringing up how I got I'm just saying I got, oh, that was a nasty hit. Um, I'm going to also say, I also said the Lions. Um, because that's a team that 3-7-1, and one, that could easily be 7-3-1. and one. And how the hell do you lose to the Redskins with a quarterback that can't throw the ball? Like, they were a chaos team earlier in the year, and now they're just a bad team. What are you doing? You put up all these points on on the Cowboys, and you can't do anything versus the Redskins? Like, this is really bad. It sucks. I mean, I don't know. I mean, yeah, Stafford's out, so mm-hmm. you got to give him some you know leeway for that. But 
This team just looks bad, man. It just it was just really bad. I mean, Marvin Jones barely even got like he had zero points for a long ass time. I, I don't because even. Because the Redskins, come on. The Reds, exactly the Redskins. So yeah, Lions. My bad is the uh, NFC East. Mm. You had the Giants um, trying their hardest to make Mitchell Trubisky look like a good quarterback. They couldn't quite do it, um, but they tried. The Eagles, uh, where you're just having a classic uh, Carson Wentz revolt, where this area of South Jersey that I live in is just starting to really itch for Nick Foles back. No longer um, Wentzelmania. Really, really funny. You have the Trippin' Cowboys. Um, I think are a good team. They just, I don't know, they can't. Their coach sucks. I know their coach sucks. They can't get it done. They have too good of a team to be six and five. Um, like it's shitty conditions. Ezekiel Elliott was able to consistently move the ball against the Patriots, and then you just decide to throw a bunch in the second half for no reason. And Gilmore completely shut down Gruber. So I mean, yes, completely. It was like ridiculous. Um, yeah. So they're uh, fifteen and twenty nine. The NFC East, 15 and 29. That's unbelievable to me. So, I mean, 9 and 7 is going to win that division, right? Eight, yeah. Yeah, oh, for sure. So, no, I don't think Cowboys are going to 10, and they're going to win that division. But I have a hard time believing it because they have the Rams, Bears, and, uh. Well, the Eagles got a better, better schedule. Not that much, though. They got the Dolphins. Yeah, but I still don't think Eagles make it. I think Cowboys win the division, but they have the Rams, Bears, Eagles, and, uh, ooh, they have one other hard game that's actually hard. Not Rams, Bears hard. I forget who it is. Um, but, but they def- they have like a not, um, favorable schedule. Well, the Eagles have Dolphins, Giants, Redskins, Cowboys, Giants. Uh, that's pretty good. That's really good. But, they, will they have an yeah. offense? They just have to be healthy. The Dallas Cowboys have the Bills, Bears, oh, Bills. Rams, Eagles, Redskins. So I think there's a shot the Eagles can take this. Yeah. If they could just get right and they can win them these next few games, it's all going to come down to that Dallas game. Yeah, I think they could both go 9-7 and seven and Cowboys uh, get the two wins over the Eagles. Interesting. That would be my prediction. Very possible. But this division sucks. And, uh, yeah. This is such a shitty division. <laughs> they don't deserve a playoff team. <laughs> no, they really don't. Give it to, uh, I don't know, what are you gonna have? You're gonna have between the Seahawks, Niners, Packers, Vikings, uh, well, I guess is there gonna be a good team that misses out? Not really. Yeah, I guess not. I guess the, you know, Panthers don't deserve Rams it. And uh, Panthers, Rams right? really don't seem like they're deserving of it. Um, no, I guess, yeah. I guess someone's gonna win that division, so. Alright, my ugly is the Panthers kicker, just giving the game to the Saints. Oh, that was, I guess, the obvious huh, one. Yeah, just chip shot, and then well, Saints so, did what they do and just drove down the field to get a nice Will Lutz kick to win the game. Not to mention... Who barely sunk it in. Not, not, yeah, that was actually very nerve-wracking. Um, not to mention also two missed extra points for, mm. for Sly. So, he really just shit the bed. Uh, I mean, and that was like 28-yard field goal attempts. They said it was a 93.5% chance of him making it, which is the highest percentage kick missed so far this season. Of course. Um, it is, I guess he's, he's still gonna be, 
Usually, like, when you see shit like this, like, the kicker's released. But, uh, I haven't heard anything yet, so Sly is still currently the kicker for the Panthers. And he started the season so good. He did. He really did. Um, but this, and not to mention, this game was indoors. There was no wind. Like, what the fuck are you doing? I mean, Terrible. Could have been some, uh, draft from AC or something. Uh, maybe. Maybe some wind was blowing from the, the, the air conditioning units, but shit. <laughs> really bad. Really uh, bad. Panther signed a practice squad kicker. Oh, okay. Mm. Um, I mean, I'll take the win. Don't get me wrong. The Saints tried to lose that game very, very badly with all their penalties. So that's also ugly. Are we sure the Saints are good? Or is this just a little lull for them? It, they they hurt themselves with penalties. They just, it was undisciplined game, and they they were they were able to win it. So that's called resilience. <laughs> I like how you just anytime you, a good team squeaks out a ugly win, eh, they're just resilient. They're gritty. Yeah, the gym rats. <laughs> <laughs> Look, the Saints um, are good. I'm not gonna say that. But one game can't can uh can't say anything. But, my ugly would be. You know, the Raiders. I mean, they needed, well, I mean, they could still make the playoffs, but this would put, this would have put him in a very solid position. You can't lose to the Jets in the playoff hunt. Um, they got punked and what made it worse was I was watching that game and you had to listen to the announcers say it's a trap every five seconds. Oh God. They called it a trap game before <laughs> the fucking game started. And they didn't want anybody to forget that they called that this was a trap game. And you're like, okay, I get it. Fucking trap game. And every time the Raiders scored, the Jets got a sack, something good, anything that happened good for the Jets, they just kept yelling, it's a trap. And we're like, oh my God, come it's, on. They were going full Admiral. That's far. one of my, one of the most hated yes. narratives are, are trap games. And I, I hate it because people will call for it 20 times. And they'll get it right once, and then that one time is the one they're gonna like, you know, lean on. That oh yeah, I was right, it was a trap game, but you got nineteen of them fucking wrong. But I just keep saying trap game all the time. Well, not only was it a trap game, it was uh, West Coast team going east. Can't forget that. You, I know John, you, John you love that narrative. Can't forget that. Um, also, uh, bad conditions because they've never played football in bad conditions before. That, that's how yeah, another one. Um, I'm sure there was a. An X-Raider player on the Jets that was a revenge game. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there was. There was a, uh, I don't know, there's, the announcers are also just giving a bunch of excuses. See, that's lazy, it's, that's just like, uh, lazy announcing, and then you have, I mean, poor announcers that Tony Romo entered the game, because he just makes them all look so bad. I enjoy, he's what, so good at it. I enjoy when, he, uh, he was doing the Saints game. Uh, it was really enjoyable listening to him, like explain it. Like he just the way he explains shit, and, like, does, like he's just so good. Yeah, and he get any. I've never like probably the most impressive. I I mean, ke- guessing the plays is really impressive. Um, guessing the Patriots trick play last week was really impressive. The most impressive thing he's done all season is say that oh this is this past interference is actually going to be overturned you just guessed the like second or third out of a (laughs) hundred that happened this season and it didn't even seem like it was that crazy and he was like no this one that is a past interference this will be overturned and and everybody else was like i don't think so tony they never do it and it's like jesus (laughs) christ you're insane you're insanely good he is good you 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 think during the playoffs he's going to start being really bad though 
And it's like not uh, being able to. It hasn't been bad <laughs> at all yet, so. I, I was a, doing a joke. It was a joke because Tony Romo was not good in the playoffs. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> sorry. yeah. Is, is somebody going to tackle him by shoestrings? <laughs> sorry. Also, that. it was really funny that, uh. My bad. <laughs> that the Saints had the pass interference. Of course, it was ironic. Overturned against them. Yeah, uh, again, they still were able to shut him down three straight, um, uh, plays and slide them missing the field goal anyway, so it didn't matter, so. Whatever. Let, let it slide, Saints won. Good? Good? Any, did you say you're ugly? Yeah, my ugly uh, was, was. Brian, did you say ugly? Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, oh, what about Haskins? Oh, what? At the end of the game? Oh, I, I think people are just building it too much out of that. I think it's pretty funny though. Huh. It's like, the guy wins the game, he's all excited, he goes take a selfie. And then they're like, hey Keenum, just get in there, just kneel that, <laughs> kneel that ball down. Like, Ugh. Yeah, I don't think there was anything wrong with that, because I'm pretty sure the coach even came out and said he thought the game was over, so he kind of like... It is pretty said funny. Said it was okay. It's pretty funny. Yeah, it's innocuous as well. It's funny, um, it's dopey, but it's like... it's I'm, I'm not going to get all like, how did he do that to Of his course not. No, you get the, the, that's, like the, uh, the, that's like the old person thing to say, you know? Like, oh, I gotta play the game to zero, zero, zero. But it was funny. <laughs> nice, uh, crashy old man there. Thank right. you. Uh, let's go on to week 15. We got some pickups since we're actually on Monday. Um, we already kind of went over the, the three quarterbacks I had. We already mentioned Baker last week. He's still under 50. Darnold, he's at like 20, and Tannehill's under 20. If you, uh, if you have some struggling guys, they're, uh, they're definitely there for the taking and can, can provide a uh, uh, a nice playoff push for you. Yeah, and I will say though, um, Josh Allen pretty much matchup proof because um, of his getaway sticks. Because yeah, he just fucking no matter what, like this was a bad matchup versus the Broncos, and he still and it wasn't like a, a great game, but he still put up like twenty something points. Like, cause he just rushes the ball really well. That's like, a nice pass. Like, he did. That one really, really nice pass to John Brown. Uh, but like, I'm just saying like, matchup proof Josh Allen. Like, sorry. They had to throw it in the Yeah, he, he's not gonna get under 18. It's I don't think. It's crazy. Um, I also, but I do think, I think whoever has Lamar Jackson is just gonna win this year. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, I'm starting to feel that. Like, it's just gonna be, you're gonna have to put in a Herculean effort to beat the team with Lamar Jackson. God forbid the team has Lamar Jackson, somebody else on Baltimore. Well, yeah, I mean the problem is if you got Lamar Jackson, but like you also draft like McCaffrey in the first round, and like you know you just you just hit on everything. And again, this is the Mahomes of last year. It's the, yes. it's the Mahomes of last year. And anyone who drafts like we talked about it again, you draft Mahomes too high this year, you're dumb. Because it always happens. You're always a year too late. Like, don't don't be the person who's like, yeah, I'm gonna get the guy after he had his fucking career season, you know, like, and made made records in fantasy football. I'll, I'll get him the season after that. Like, no, you want to be the guy who gets Lamar Jackson this year, you know? Because next year there'll be someone just like that. Might be yeah, he uh, he's killing it, and I think, um, like you said, if you paired him, if you hit your first round. Then you're uh, you're probably gonna win this year. One of the three people in the first round that, that hit, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, McCaffrey, Michael Thomas, Elliot, maybe I guess. Ooh, I don't even maybe think. Don't Dalvin think Cook. Dalvin Cook. That's like a second round. Ugh, God, you could have really imagine you could you could you could like legit have a team that's like McCaffrey, 
Dalvin Cook, Aaron Jones, like Lamar Jackson, GJ Chubb. Or, you know, Josh Allen, McCaffrey, Nick Chubb. Yeah. It, it, you could have, it, the, 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 oh, God. I'm just kidding. It's crazy. Alright, uh, I have two running backs. Jonathan Williams is still only 30% owned, somehow. And Benny Snell, he's at, I think under 10. He had 20, 20 carries, 100 yards. Well, definitely Benny Snell, if, like, if Connor's playing, Benny Snell is not really worth it. Not viable, yeah. But, now that he's healthy, he looks like the running back the, to go to. Like, they just completely gave up on Jalen Samuels. Plus, the quarterback situation in Pittsburgh is fucking terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, Hodge did have a nice throw. Might have to get a duck drop. Um, yeah, it's fucking, it's bad. And probably not going to be much better this week versus the Browns, who look a little bit rejuvenated. Um, I mean, they have a good pass defense, not, not a great run defense. No, I guess that's true. I just, I, Snell's not a bad pickup, but I really only trust Connor in that offense as a running back right now with the, with, with the state of that offense. No, like Juju's hurt. Like, it's that whole offense is just, God, it sucks. Um, who was the other one you said? Oh, Jack Williams? Williams. Yeah, fuck, man, he hurt me this week. I've tried to get him in a league, and I was, uh, waiver priority just didn't work out, and then that person used him against me. Um, what about uh, Scarborough? You like him? He's getting yards, but he's not because of how that team is. He's not really getting much else. But yeah, because they can't get and find the end zone. Um, I think it's so funny that like for weeks they were the. I guess everyone was trying to sell this Ty Johnson guy to everybody. Yeah, and every week it just wasn't happening. And finally, like Scarborough was like, "Yeah, no, I'm the guy. Like, give me the ball." So you know, he's definitely worth it. He gets the carries. Um, yeah, that's all you need, just opportunity. Opportunity. So. I mean, he's no different than, like, David Montgomery. You might as well. I mean... I think he's better. A, yeah, probably better. I mean, um, he doesn't have Mitch, I, she better have Mitch Trubisky to steal all his goal line carries. I think it, there's a chance David Montgomery is either traded in a year, not playing in a year. Um, unless the line is that bad in Chicago, or people really disrespect Mitch that badly, where... But I mean, even if they're stacking boxes, like this dude can't rush for more than two yards. Is is there a reason though why, like, there can there the game plan is to make Trubisky throw forty plus times every game? I know I keep oh, bringing I this up, but I don't get it. You 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 never allow your team to try and establish a run, and you just throw the ball forty plus fucking times with a quarterback who shouldn't be throwing more than twenty five thirty times a game, like. He's just not that kind of quarterback. I don't, yeah, I, I mean, don't they get it. Be doing that, and all their runs are right up the middle. So it's like they have no unique game, like game scheme. They have no, there's no, nothing unique about that offense. It's, it's terrible. Like I don't know what happened within one fucking year, but it really went downhill. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of them like that now. Like it's really hard watching the Giants' offense um, and defense. They're just a bad team <laughs> altogether. But they just. They haven't thrown to Barkley in like weeks. They're just like, yeah, we don't throw to him anymore. Yeah, um, I was listening and, to to Michael K. Show and they were talking about that, like how Eli not playing has uh, really 
ruin Saquon's value because he used to do so many checkdowns to him. But like Daniel Jones continues to just try and take shots. Well, we'll going to out now, so so yeah, he's yeah. concussed. Concu- oh, fucking concussions with the Giants. Um, yeah, I mean, I like that Daniel Jones is taking shots, and I'm happy about that. And I'm not even talking about checkdowns. Like checkdowns are annoying. That's just like I'm taking my. Like, I just don't want to take any shots. I'm talking about design. There. Like, give me, what? The, where's a fucking screen? Like, we can't get... You're not going to call one screen for Barkley the entire game? Then why draft him? Why do we have him? Because the dude's not a good straight running back. Well, like, he's... He can't... He's he's not good at getting four yards, five yards. He breaks one or he gets one yard. Well, what do you... Like, th- he's, he's not a very good between the tackles running back. He ha- He's a home run hitter. What it's do like you a not as good Brett Barry Sanders? What do you think of? Uh, do you think Sherman is going to be here next year? I really hope not. He's not a good coach. I mean, do you think they would give up on coaches twice, like really quickly? That's but the like problem the too is they have to they have to sack Gettleman. Gettleman, yeah. yeah. You don't just get rid of Shermer and keep Gettleman because it's as much as his fault too. I mean, he has. He hasn't been like the worst drafter when it comes to late rounds. He's been a terrible early round drafter and a really weird trader and signer. Like nothing he does makes sense. Uh, you don't trade, you don't trade Beckham for a first rounder and then draft a fucking defensive tackle. Um, and then give Tate a big contract, Golden Tate a big contract. Like it just doesn't, none of it makes sense. There's no, are we tanking? Are we not tanking? Are we? There's, third there's absolutely nothing that they're doing that makes sense. Trade a third and a fifth for Leonard Williams. Yeah, I mean that's a terrible trade. Um, the Ogletree trade was one of the worst trades. They they traded like a top like the first pick in the third round for a guy that the Rams were like, oh fuck, uh, we fucked up with this contract. <laughs> Someone so, wants him. <laughs> they should have gotten a draft pick for taking that contract. Like they. <laughs> They completely bailed out the Rams, who are notorious now at giving bad contracts. I mean, the Giants just aren't doing anything right from a team-building standpoint or a coaching standpoint. And that Barkley pick is going to go down as a really bad pick um, because they're just not going to be good with him. I mean, he's going. they're going to be going, what, the third year into his rookie deal, which is obviously the best for running backs, and they'll have six wins, seven wins. Yeah, and you're not, and you don't, we've learned you don't want to give running backs a second deal. Cause it's much better to just draft a new one once the rookie deal's up. Yeah. Like everybody who gives a running back a second deal, um, it turns out bad. It doesn't turn out good for any of these teams. Nobody, there's not one team in the NFL that has been happy about giving their running back a second deal. I mean, wouldn't the Cowboys have been better? Um, using that money for Dak, letting Tony Pollard be the starter, and then having some more cap space, like it's very possible. Um, I mean, because they did, they had a shit ton of money to go to to Elliott. Definitely, that you know, gone for the next few years. Um, yeah, and also more cap space to keep I'm the re- offensive line I'm, all together. I'm just really interested to see what like what happens with like the likes of like McCaffrey and Kamara, and you know, those players that are coming up. I mean, Kamara is not having a great year. And, that, and again, that's what I think we talked about that on Thursday. I'm hoping that sort of helps the Saints maybe the price tag get a little bit lowered. Um, yeah, I mean, I just wouldn't chase him. 
I wouldn't do it for Kamara. The only one I'd think about is McCaffrey. And then even you say that and you're like, well, we just went through this with Gurley, although Gurley has the tendonitis issue. But honestly, that's the only one I would think about. If McCaffrey wants anything over 12, then just go to another team. Whatever. Fine. We'll get another one. <laughs> we'll get another There's one. another one. There's going to be another one of you in the draft next year. Go to another team. Have them regret it. Like the Jets regret it. Or like every team that signs one of these guys on their second deal regret it. Whoever signs Melvin Gordon next year is going to regret it. Like whoever. It's just. It really is crazy how like how short these like spans are even becoming like I don't you know we all talked about it was 30 you know 30 you were 30 and then you were over the hill running back now it's like well it's it, not even that it's over the hill no, but I mean, like, right now it's just not worth it no, from, I, with the cap space no but I, just the, I guess maybe the way the game has changed it's like you know like Emmett Smith was still crushing it in his 30s. Like, he was I mean, playing. Different, different game. I know, that's what I'm saying. Like, Troy went through like 12 passes. It, it's crazy though. <laughs> it's crazy though. Like, you know, you, you can be 26 years old and they're like, uh. But they also like didn't hand over the reins in the past. Like, there was this, I, even when I was growing up, there was like a sense that like you had to earn it. Wow, rookie running back can't start. Like are you kidding me? Yeah, like yeah. rookies don't start. They have to earn it. Like and now it's just like no, these dudes are more athletic. They're younger. They haven't taken a beating. And I'm not even saying that the younger guys are better. I mean, a lot of times they are, but like they're cheaper and we've learned that this position is a situational position based on what the rest of the offense looks like. If you have a good line or if you have a good passing game or if you have a good whatever, they're going to be better. Yeah. If you don't, they're not going to be as good. So it's like it's a, it's very situational. It's mm. very focused on the line and who the quarterback is and all this stuff. Yeah. I mean, that that, you know, pretty much pretty much true. It's based on, you know, you just all the evidence that we see here. And even McCaffrey who's having a MVP quality, yeah, caliber season. Who's um, having one of the best running back seasons in a long time? His team has a losing record. It's not going to make the playoffs. So, like, Hmm. okay, like, when's the last time you've had a QB have an MVP quality season and the team has a losing record and isn't going to make the playoffs? That doesn't happen. Very true. Very true. All real things. Yeah, I can't. I can't. I can't. Begin to think about that. Um, all right, uh, wide receiver Russell Gage from the Falcons, twenty-eight targets in the last four games, filling in that Muhammad Sanu role. Maybe yep. big time, man. I mean, like, like very iffy flex play, but only if he has a great matchup. I know, he's got the same 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 chance to score touchdowns as Julio Jones does, so. which is zero. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And then Poor Julio. Yeah, uh, my last one is. I don't know if he's still available. Uh, he's still available in more than half the leagues, but probably not in good leagues. Uh, Ryan Griffin, just the <laughs> the tight end wasteland. Uh, him and Sam have a good rapport in the red zone. He gets a, a lot of red zone looks. So, yeah, he's he's like the he's the Daniel Fells of a few weeks ago. Darren Fells. Darren Fells. It's a Daniel Fells, isn't it? Yes. Different, different Fells. Darren Fells. Yeah, pretty much. So look, like I said, tight end wasteland. Uh, this should be Chris Herndon, but it's not. It's Ryan Griffin. Um, yeah, I like the pickup. I mean, any other pickups that you guys thought of? Um, no, not really. No. Okay. 
Fair enough. I wasn't, I wasn't thinking pickups this week. Obviously not. Obviously not. Yeah, there just isn't, I don't know. When it comes to skill position, Pretty much I so. feel like you're just going to be rotating flex players. Well, there is one player that I picked up last week that is available in a lot of leagues available, and I talked just mentioned before, is Najoku. Mm-hmm. Um, again, tight end Wasteland, maybe he comes back this week, and he could be helpful for you in that very favorable schedule that the Browns have. The rest it's of the, a tight end waistline. You nailed it. Thank wow, waste. <laughs> I still believe in Hollister if he's not injured. He yeah. should have had a t- touchdown in this game. He's wide open. Russell Wilson just like uh, kind of. Oh yeah. Let the ball sail for no reason. It was a five-yard pass wide open. He just like chucked it over his head. He's like, I don't want this TD. Did you? Did yeah, you, he should have had a touchdown. Did you make that bet? Oh, did you not uh, touchdown and team wins with Hollister? No, I didn't. You didn't do it. Good, smart, smart. Even though we were all about it. No, I was I was feeling it bad Sunday morning, and I was in no headspace to bet. Oh, no headspace to look at a phone. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, let's go into uh, some start sits. I only got a couple. Uh, Austin Eckler at Denver. Oh, you you starting them? Starting the Eckler, bro. Coming off a of bye week, feeling fresh, ready. He's the running back you want. Like, not the Melvin Gordon. I mean, no. No, no, Melvin Gordon. I mean, they've both been. Yeah, know, you started both. both. I know, I know. You started both, yeah. They, uh, yeah, the running backs and the tight end there are, seem like the the people to start since Noodle Arm Rivers can't throw it anymore. Look. Um, I- sorry for the, sorry for Keenan Allen owners and, Eckler is... Kind of sorry for Mike Williams owners? I'm not sorry yeah. for Mike Williams owners. I always, I was not on the Mike Williams bandwagon this year. Um, those touchdowns were going to regress hard and drop his value, and they did. Um, yeah, no, Eckler's just, you know, he's, he's just always involved in the passing game. You can't not play him. It's too good. Fair. Um, John Brown versus Dallas. Talk about Josh Allen a lot, how... Um, He'll get you a steady 20 points. John Brown seems to be his favorite option. But Dallas defense, pretty good. He does, ah, look, revenge game, bro. Skull Beasley. Let's uh, not, let's not overlook the revenge game. I mean, Skull Beasley's a good, <laughs> he's only at, he's only at like 25% owned in ESPN leagues. Yeah. Uh, when I looked it up and he's the classic, uh, you know, floor of 10 points. He's a, he's been getting targets. Josh, Josh Allen getting a little more, you know, comfortable. Mm-hmm. You know, in the end of his second season, um, I'm yeah, I I like I would roll John Brown. I mean, he's been hot. Like you said he finds the end zone more often than not in games. So I would I'd roll out John Brown to flex. Yeah, I like John Brown. Um, yeah, who would have thought Josh Allen could support a couple wide receivers, a running back, um, and himself, and even Knox every now and then in the tight end wasteland. Um, we're all wasted. <laughs> I am good for him. Good, good for him. I you am, know we hated him as a draft pick, uh, but they've really just found a way to play to his strengths. And I always, you always love seeing that. I, I'm excited for him, but I'm really excited for John Brown. Like John Brown, he was one of my early boys. And had a lot of issues with some sort of like uh, was the the hemoglobin or some shit going on. Of course, and, yeah, hemoglobin trotter. And uh, you know, he couldn't get shit together right in Arizona, and he goes to Buff- goes 
uh, he went to the Ravens, had a, you know, decent season, mm-hmm. and then comes to Buffalo, and man, he's, he's just really, really happy he's able I to remember have a good trying to, when the, uh, the Cardinals, like, actually had an offense to try to pick out of those four receivers. Or not knowing if John Brown or Jerome Brown caught the pass. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that one year, Carson Palmer had a revival, mm-hmm. and it was like everybody was eating. Oh, man. Um, I would have liked to have seen John Brown in, um, in the Ravens offense this year, now that Lamar Jackson has his feet under him last year, he was looking real good with Flacco. Lamar Jackson came in. And they kind of only really ran the ball. You remember how they just ran the ball yeah. every single play? I think he would have um, been a better Hollywood Brown. You know, like yeah, I, I think he would have killed it if he was still on the team. Oh this year. yeah, but I mean, he's still eating now. Like you said, like he's doing it with with Allen. But yeah, with Jackson, yeah. he would have been a he would have been a. I think he'd been a wide receiver too. Like. Not oh, even close. Know. Well, he kind of is this I, year. I guess I mean, he is. When we look at, when it's all said and done, we look at the rankings, I have no doubt that he's going to be uh, top 24. Yeah, I guess that's true. So I guess he's a top I mean, maybe he would have been one. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe. Uh-huh. Yeah, the, there's uh I think when we look back at rankings at the end of the season, uh, besides Michael Thomas, it's not going to be any of the names we we thought going into the season. No, definitely not. Not even close. Michael Thomas, best wide receiver in the league, hands down. Not close. I so mean, Tyler Lockett was a wide receiver six and got zero points yeah, last game. Um, so it's like that's how unpredictable the wide receivers are. It's like you're the almost the guy in the top five gets you zero, gets a goose egg. That's disgusting. That's so, 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 so troublesome. As a fantasy owner, you're like, yeah, I got my number one wide receiver. Oh, no catches. <laughs> yep. I mean, uh, he lost me the game this week. Him uh, and Barkley. I got six points between Barkley oh, and God. Lockett. And it's like, oh, God. well, I'm not going to win. I just can't. You're not going to win. You like can't. That. Exactly. But, oh, God. All right. You have any other stuff? Uh, my last one, short short list for Good, me fine. this week. I mean, I don't know if you guys have any. But, um, I mean, it just could be me. You're uh, a stock set guy. Will Fuller versus Patriots. Oh, Wolf- shit. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I said that. I said that shit. You know Wolf Fuller, as we have the big game, is just going to do nothing, right? And now with the Patriots, <laughs> it's going to be absolutely nothing. So, yeah, I, I mean, like... The, I'm not even comfortable, like... I mean, you're playing Hopkins. Well, you're not comfortable I'm playing not him. I'm feeling good about it. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure... I might be sitting Watson for Jameis Winston this week. Mm. Yeah. I would sit Watson for a lot of quarterbacks. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm playing Jameis Winston uh, this this week. I'd sit him for Darnold. I'd sit him for Mayfield. It's uh, like Josh Allen. Yeah, Tannehill. <laughs> so bad. Like, Tannehill. oh god. Ugh, I has nothing to do with him. There's been one quarterback that's had. I'm not even talking about a like a mediocre game. No, I know it's just upsetting. Like to like to say like. You know, usually you have your top, like, a Watson, even. Like, and you're like, yeah, I'm not going to say him for anybody, but, like, nah, you're sitting him for Tannehill. Like, you, you're not, you're not even Yeah, I mean, this, I, the one thing is this Patriots offense is not, I mean, defense isn't so good against running quarterbacks. So that's the one thing. If Watson wants to break it out, I think that could help them, but still, it's just every quarterback has been so bad against them besides Lamar Jackson. And I'm just like thinking that he's the exception to the rule. But yeah. 
if there is one thing that makes you feel a little better about him, the Patriots don't handle running quarterbacks too well. Although Watson, you know, doesn't run as much as you really think. You know, he obviously he can break contain and he can run the fucking ball. But that's like he's not looking to run the way Lamar's looking to run or the way Vic was looking to run, you know? Like or the way Josh Allen or even yeah, John, yeah. or Tannehill runs for Yeah. Him. Yeah, he doesn't yeah, he doesn't have like the designed runs. So yeah, um, Jackson has a lot of design runs, and he never gets hit. Um, so you don't feel too bad about it. <laughs> he just doesn't get hit. He's so freaking athletic. He really is. He's very, uh, he's very elusive. Yes. Um, yeah, I don't know where else I was going at. What? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, you were talking about, uh, Fuller. Yeah, no, after yeah. Fuller, after Fuller's a big game, you know he's going, it's gonna be a down game. So, um, I'm not, I'm, I'm sitting Fuller. And I guarantee you most people missed out on Fuller's big game. John, what's your start sit this week? What do you, uh, what's the, why, the, what's the nickname? Um, I don't know, just start sit. Uh, he wasn't, he came over late, he wasn't, he didn't have time to think. I mean, I was gonna do like, start, star, and, I don't know, something. <laughs> Part star. <laughs> I got it. I know exactly what you're And, doing. uh, um, I, I don't know, I got nothing. Vinny Testa City or something. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Um, how about this? Jordan Howard against the Dolphins. If he plays, if he's healthy, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, you know what? Yes. I'm going to go yes. I don't like the Ajay Ajayi is not ready to play as they were not. Looks like they, you know... They gave Miles Sanders majority of the carries, but I don't think that's what they want to do. I think they want to give, they'd rather have Jordan Howard get most, most of the carries and use Sanders as a, you know, a receiving back. I mean, they're out, their receiving core is just so decimated that I just have to go both of them all the time. Yeah. Um, who knows if Jeffrey's going to play or Aguilar. Uh, they just cut Jordan Matthews, so that must make you feel better about, um, the other wide receivers, like why else would they cut Matthews? <laughs> My friend Pete was all up on Matthews this week. I was like, it's not happening, man. He doesn't. Even, I'm not even sure. I'm pretty sure that's just like a mannequin in a Matthews. <laughs> He's still alive. Like, there's no. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, no, I um, uh, they must feel good about them being healthy. They they wouldn't cut Matthews, right? Uh, I don't think anybody should feel good about. Uh, Alshon Jeffrey being healthy. <laughs> They'd have to feel good about him being the, some one of their wide receivers being healthy. They wouldn't cut like I don't think they'd cut a player that knows the offense. Wouldn't they? That doesn't make any sense. Wouldn't I they? I think they're on like full tilt right now. I mean, maybe they are, but they, they're they're one game from being in the division. Like you can't be on full tilt at this point. Yes, you can when the division sucks dick. No, but you have an opportunity to win it. Like you can't be on a full tilt if you have an opportunity to win it. You're one game out, and your 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 matchups coming up are fucking cakewalks if you just don't fucking if you're not stupid about it. Like I I, I don't know. Uh, what well, this whole thing started? Yes, play Jordan Howard. You know I'm going. I'm not saying Dolphins win, but I'm saying they cover. I'm pretty know. sure it's only a seven and a half point spread. They probably will cover. Are they playing in Miami? Or are they playing in Philly? They're, they're playing Miami. Then they're going to cover. Okay. 
Actually, I, I thought of one more. Uh, James White. Was that just a product of the shit conditions and Tom Brady being washed that he had uh, 0.4 points? Or is it, I mean, actually, you know what, for the Patriots, it's always game flow and how the game plan is yeah. set for that week. So everything's week, everything's week to week with the Patriots. Who they have? They have Texans. Texans have good line, kind of weak linebackers. I can kind of see him having a game, though. See, I... I'm not so sure Tom Brady is washed or if he's being instructed to play this well. I mean, this way. If they're just, like, really trying to ball control, they know how good their defense is, hmm. and they're like, let's win. I mean, because they're 9-1. So it's like, let's win um, these low-scoring games because we know our offense isn't that good. So, uh, sorry, Tom. We're not going to let you take many chances. We're We're playing a heavy ball control game. Um, because our defense is very good. And that's why he's like so pissed he doesn't have. Cause I mean, he looked great when he had fucking Gordon Brown. Brown yeah. Yeah. And, Gore, and so I mean, he's probably kind of pissed that I, I feel like they're just not really letting him do much. I don't think he's still great, but I think he could do more than this. Also, their receivers besides, uh, thank you, Harry. Or, or, I mean, Jacoby Myers is kind of quick, but they're not the the ridiculously fast receivers they've had in the past. Well, Sanu's quick, but he was I mean, obviously it's, it's, he was hurt. He wasn't playing. But, they, like, wait, but like they don't. It's taking the players are taking more time to um, develop. develop, and even with Edelman and White, you're they're having he's Brady's having to rush out of their cuts and throwing at their feet because he's got pressure in his face because it's taking you know half. Half second longer. I just James White hasn't had that game like you know like you'd see like last year or years prior where you'd have like anywhere from like eight to eleven yeah. catches. Like he's just not getting that workload anymore. I until I really like I and it's, again it sucks because like yeah I see it but then it's week to week it's match of the man you know like it's game flow. Uh, I just don't trust I just don't trust James White right now. I don't, and it's, it's not a bad matchup versus Texans. They could definitely be beat by by pass casting running backs, but I I just don't see it happening. Don't know what the fuck you just did. My bent off. Yeah, I'm not really feeling James White much um, this season for a while. I I mean, the touchdowns aren't there, so it's just not it's just not happening. So yeah, so uh, I just don't get why the Rams don't put a Cooper Cup. Come on. Cup. Uh, Alright. Should we go on to the Turkey Day games? <laughs> that was pretty, that was pretty good turkey. So. Alright. That was pretty good turkey. Thank you, thank you. Also, uh, I just, on my ride over, I heard uh, FanDuel's doing a, uh, if you bet all three overs, you get, like, crazy odds for it, so I might just have to do that. Hmm. And if you just bet the total amount over, so, like, say, one game's over 50. Yeah. If you, if you combine all three and it hits over. Oh, okay. okay, okay. That I don't do FanDuel, though. Whatever. All right, so first one <laughs> is uh, a tale of two strug- struggling teams. One really disappointing coming into the season. The other disappointing the last six weeks. Bears at Lions. The classic 
I guess I'll wash this while everything's being cooked. Again. You know, it would have been good if the bears was like, another cat like the panthers, because then it could have been tail of two kitties. <laughs> Unbelievable! <laughs> Come on, that's not bad. It just doesn't work because it's bears and not. Panthers. Was that Garfield or Doctor's cats? What? Tail tail Oh, I think um, that was Garfield. I think that was Garfield too with Nermal. But yeah, what's um, a Nermal? Hmm. What's a Nermal? You know the cute cat that Garfield hates because oh, he sends uh, to Abu Dhabi. I guess I really didn't watch Garfield, so I don't know. Oh, well, all right. You could have read it. Um, um, okay, Bears vs. Lions. Did <laughs> you even think about uh, playing anybody? <laughs> yes. I'm actually sort of feeling David Montgomery. <laughs> See, I hate that you just said that. Um, yeah, Lions, again, Fries have a worse rush defense. I'm a masochist. What am I going to tell you? <laughs> oh, God. He scored 6-6-5 six, six, and five the last three games. In PPR. I just can't wait until I play him and there's like a, you know, first and goal at the one and then he gets stopped three times for only the fourth and goal on the one. Mr. Trubisky to run it in and me just get really frustrated. Yeah, I, I say you could start Allen Robinson and you can start Galladay, maybe. What about Marvin Jones? Maybe, maybe not even. Is, um, the, is Stafford out this week? Maybe Cohen. He's having a little bit of a resurgence. Nah, I'm not playing Cohen. I don't trust that week to week. I'd rather, I'd rather die I with... I mean, if, the, if there's rather, a matchup... I'd, I'd rather die with Montgomery. <laughs> I mean... All right. I'd rather play Cohen than Montgomery um, right now. And do we know anything about Stafford? Is he going to be I mean, out? he's going to be out this game. So definitely out this game? I mean, they, they want to put him on IR, but he's like, nah, it's only some broken bones on my back. I can play. <laughs> Let me add him. Um... Yeah, this is possibly the worst game. Of, this is definitely the worst game of the three on Thursday, right? Well, obviously. Um, yeah, I mean, I <sighs> bet you they thought Saints-Falcons was going to be a real marquee game before the Falcons pooped their pants. Falcons are getting hot. Well, they're getting hot. It's like led 35 on the, uh, the, the Buccaneers. Uh, <laughs> even if they win this game, they still have no shot at making the playoffs. Well, yeah. So it really don't matter. Um, yeah, um, yeah, you're probably right. It's probably like you really only can trust Galladay and Robinson at all in this game, right? I would say, I mean, it. Trust, I mean, Marvin Galladay. Marvin Jones is like a top eight receiver so far this year. What? Um, but with Driscoll, I mean, wait, what is he? Yeah. Well, he also had a, he had a four touchdown game that skewed well, everything. Right, well, yeah. But, uh, I mean, he's been pretty solid besides that even. Um, unless you have a really nice matchup on sitting, waiting on your bench, I think it'd be, it'd be tough to sit him unless you have a really nice matchup. I think I What can. is the wide receiver group this year? I mean, Amari Cooper just put up zero. He was like a top three. Yeah. And fucking, uh, I mean, goddamn. Devontae Parker is going to finish in the top 12. I guarantee you. <laughs> he missed like five games. There is, there is, it, it's the goddamn Wild West this year. Yeah. It's the Wild West. I mean, you Chris know, Godwin's like, fucking balling out. Cooper Cup has a zero point game. Tyler Lockett has a zero point game. Cooper, uh, Amari Cooper has a zero point game. Like, it, it, it's just, it's madness. It's absolute madness this year. You don't know what's going on. It's crazy. 
right? It is crazy. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, there's just no, no one reliable besides Michael Thomas. The it's only so freaking weird. The only constant is Julio Jones not scoring touchdowns. I mean, yeah, we, but we even he's going to finish as a top three again because oh. he always does. <laughs> well, actually no, the no two, he won't. You're going to have the two like Buccaneers receivers finishing two and three. It's going to be so wild. Yeah, because they they trade getting forty points a game. Yeah. They do forty and five and forty. <laughs> Man, if you had both, you're pretty good because you just stay constant with that. I know. How good would that be if you had both? Oh, just like I know one's getting 40, <laughs> so that average is 20 each, so whatever. Um, all right, yeah, so I kind, of, I, I kind of like the Cohen call over the Montgomery call. Yeah, it's probably the better call, but I'm still sticking but, with Montgomery. Yeah, I mean, besides that, this game's going to be uh, a real slog to get through, I feel like. Like, I have... I have put so many chips in at this point that it'd be stupid to cash them out. Well, like it's some, like it's like cost fallacy, though, bro. It's like you're in a, in a hand of uh, Texas Hold'em, right? Mm-hmm. And you've already committed so much to the pot, and then you pot committed, and then you and then you yeah, and then you fold right before the river. Nah, bro, you just fucking go all in. You have you just well, go dumb. all in. Would you rather have no chips or less chips? No, you just you just let it, just waste what waste all the money. Well, I cashed out in Montgomery last week. I gave up. Nah, but the, but I didn't. You know what? I didn't feel too bad about cashing out in Montgomery because I started him. I mean, I started him a decent amount of games, but I did start him for his two more than twenty point games. I went to the machine and I got myself a cash advance, and I put more money on in Montgomery. That's what I did. <laughs> I mean, he scored five points against the Giants. Oh, it was really bad. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and six points <sighs> against Detroit in PPR. Like, what? Just watching. What are we doing just, here? And he has Detroit, <laughs> Dallas, Green Bay, Kansas City. Like, this should be such a favorable just, slate. Just watching Mitch Trubisky run in like an idiot and Montgomery make a block and get tossed, at, tossed, tossed to the side as, as Trubisky scores a touchdown versus the Giants. It's just, it's, that, that is the season. That is Montgomery's season. I'm still sticking with him. He's got a good, he's got a good schedule. <laughs> it's so bad, I know. I mean, he's yeah. You're sticking with him. I'm. You're he's doing the, him. I'm doing Drake. So I guess I'm no different than you. Well, you continue to play a guy. Who, you continue to back a guy who doesn't play every week. I can't. I can't. I don't know what it is. I'm losing my mind over this. I'm losing my league over this. This <laughs> is. This is also terrible. Oh, All right, uh, let's go on to uh, what should be the the best game of the of the uh, of the day: the Bills at the Cowboys. Uh, Bills taking care of business against bad bad teams uh, would be interesting to see how they with a I guess a step up in oh, this competition. Is a very interesting game because you know the Cowboys can't beat teams over five hundred or the Jets. Um, really good, really good. Front seven for the Bills. See how if they can contain Elliott while also uh, Cooper gets more than no catches this week. Hopefully, I have a feeling this game is going to be very close. Um, Definitely, I don't, I would not take the over on this game. I feel like I think this game will be like thirty-eight total points. Oh, okay. I thought, oh, you're, yeah. I, I thought you were going to say like thirty-eight something. I was like, well, that goes no that like thirty-eight goes total. Point. It's going to be like it's going to be like. 21 17, mm. something like that. Like, very, very tough game. I think um, they could both even just be in the teens. That, that, I mean, it helps that they're playing in Dallas, so of course. maybe that jacks it up a little bit. Yeah. If it was, in, if it was in Buffalo, I would, I would give the advantage to, to the Bills, but, um, 
And it's gonna be a good game. I mean, I, like I said, we talked about playing John Brown. Devil uh, Singletary is getting all the carries. Yeah. Um, and you're playing like Josh Allen's just matchup proof. Are you playing Dak Prescott? Dak Prescott or Sam Darnold against Cincinnati? I, Darnold. I think Darnold. Wow, yeah. I don't want to. I can't believe I just said that. I'm playing Josh <laughs> Allen over him. <laughs> I'd rather play Josh Allen over Dak Prescott. Sure. I mean, it's weird that there's a lot of players I think could do well, but this game is going to be low scoring, I feel like. like. I would have trouble playing Gallup this week. Um, Cooper, like, you could just have. Yeah, like, you'll play him, but I feel like you have uh, lowered expectations. If there are two touchdowns to be scored in this game by the Cowboys, one's going to be by Ezekiel Elliott, and the other one's going to be by Amari Cooper. Like that's, I you can't not not play those guys, you know? Yeah. So those are the guys I'm playing. I'm sitting Randall Cobb. I'm, uh, he although he actually had the best game of any Cowboys receiver versus the Patriots. That's just by design. They shut down their two biggest weapons. And but this week I'm not uh I'm not into Randall Cobb. I I would just rather play Cooper. You're not into it. Oh, I know. Not this week, but I do like Randall Cobb down the stretch for some matchups. Just not this week. As the games get tougher, he uh you just gotta find those dumpers over the middle for the dumpers. Eight yards. Dumb city. They're no longer dumb city either. It sucks. Dwayne Haskins doesn't know how to he needs to take some more uh advice from Alex Smith. Yeah. Um, um, so, alright, that's pretty much it, um, on that game. And then Saints at Falcons. Will Saints actually, uh, show up against the Falcons this week? I hope so. I hope so. It's in Atlanta. You, you know who has been showing up? You know who's back, baby? Jared Cook? Nope. Well, yeah, he's back too. He looks good. Um, but Anthony's favorite boy, kicking boy, Young Ho Koo. Oh, uh, uh, the Young Ho. Yeah, baby. Young Ho Koo is back and putting up over 10 points for kickers. Like, it's no one's business. And the Saints are very generous about giving up field goal. They, they, cause they give up a lot of yard. They can give up a lot of yards and they can sort of shut you down in the red zone. Um, so I could definitely see, uh, the Young Ho Cooster, uh, Getting a lot of, <laughs> mm-hmm. getting a lot of uh, chances like the way Sly did, just maybe making them this time, uh, instead of the way he, uh, Sly missed them all. So. Look at, I mean, I feel good for Young Hulk, too. I do. I feel good for him. Uh, he took over from like a 40 something year old man who just could not kick anymore. Nope. Uh, broke down. Um. But yeah, Jared Cook is back. What a catch he made last week, or yesterday, I should say, as I'm, as we're recording this. Did you, why did you say catch? Wait, who? Jared Cook. Oh, yeah. Holy shit, man. He went up, like, he had, like, those hands were over 10 feet in the air. Like, they had, he, that was a ridiculous catch. Hmm. And he looks good. I mean, ever since he's come back, I think the fact, I think the problem was he just wasn't healthy. Like, now that he was out those few weeks, he came back, he's healthy, he has Breeze thrown in the ball. He's finally a target to help, uh, Thomas and Kamara. And they were, and, and Romo was right. Because Romo's always right when he's when he's uh, um, announcing. Every time they put Kamara and Thomas on the same side, it it would just take all the coverage to them, and it would open up the middle, and it was always going to Jared Cook. It was like clockwork, and it, and the Panthers just couldn't figure it out. Cook work, yeah. they couldn't figure it out. But yeah, he's definitely in the finally the second like or the third receiving option in that offense that works. So. If you have Jared Cook, 
Enjoy it and play him because he's going to have a good game versus the Falcons. Oh my this God. Is, this, is, this is going to be a high-scoring game. Mark Ingram just bowling over Rams left and right. Uh, I, um, yeah, I'm going to have a hard time picking between him and uh, Hunter Henry. Oh, that's going to be tough. can't play, play both. Play both. I could play both. You know, I mean, with that, with Cup not doing anything, with Thielen still out, with Golden Tate out. Yeah. Um, cooking, he- cooking Henry. Oh, wait, is, it, wait, is this in the Haters Club? Cooking Henry. And then have to go, uh, John Brown and Jarvis Landry. Weird lineup. Wait, is this, is this Haters Club? Yep. Yeah. Oh, you're losing next week. No, you could be playing, yeah. playing John. Nah, I just put up a very healthy amount of points with a couple of my guys getting zero. Yeah. Uh, I, I put up 120 with Cooper and White getting zero as well. I put up 140. Yeah, you know, potato tomorrow. Uh, nah, but the podcast boys are actually 123 in that league, most likely. Most likely, yep. If Anthony can hold his shit together. Trying, trying. Yeah, uh, come on, man. Hey, still in <laughs> second place right now. I think I'm gonna finish first no matter what. Yeah. I'm just hoping for the bye week. I just need the bye week. That's all I need. Come yeah, I'll try to make that happen for you by well, beating John. Well, I'm also playing your sister, so I should hopefully that should be an easy win. Oh yeah, win. you're gonna win. So that should be an easy win. So I should get the bye week. Yeah, um, we should be all right. Um, all right. So that was all about the Saints. Falcons. Running backs. I don't know what to do with them. Is, uh, is Freeman playing? I don't know. Who was there? Uh... Even if he is, I don't like him. Yeah. <laughs> The Saints, no, yeah, I don't start for The Saints are really good against the run since Christian McCaffrey because he's just a different runner. So, I don't like any also, of the Also, the disappearance of Austin Hooper lately. Well, he was hurt. He's hurt. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> the disappearance of Austin Hooper. It's uh, I got you. He was your number one tight end. I got you. You meant disappearance on the field really hurts the Falcons overall because it doesn't give him the outlet and the blocking slash receiving No, it's helped threat. the Falcons. Falcons have been better. It hurts your fantasy team. <laughs> but the constant, Julio Jones is still not scoring touchdowns. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm just saying, like, that's a – you didn't think that would be a big loss, Austin Hooper, um, if you were a fantasy owner. But that's a huge loss for you. Well, I really hope he doesn't play this week. Um, uh, and either way, um, I like Calvin Ridley versus Saints. It is one – uh, him and Gage. I don't like Julio. Julio Jones is gonna have, like, he'll get a, he's gonna get like 7 for 90, which is not crazy, cause it's, you know, Julio Jones should be he'll get, Yeah, he'll get his yards. But if there's two wide receivers that are going to score touchdowns, it's going to be Gage, it's going to be Ridley, and if Hooper plays, Hooper will also have a touchdown. So the Saints are gonna give up 21 points in this game, that's how it's gonna happen. Alright, so you're thinking this game's gonna be fucking high scoring and shit. It's gonna be 50 plus. That's mine. I think it's going to be like 34, like 24. I think Ridley breaks 100 yards. I could see that. You know what? I'm putting him on my boy chart. I could, I could see that. He's, he, cause he, he's guaranteed for like a 50 yard catch. It's just, just how, how it goes. Yeah. Um, but I just, yeah, I hope it's just the Saints play. Um, oh, by the way, Thursday night game in Atlanta, Chick-fil-A is open. Just saying. Ooh. One of their few. Hell yeah. One of their few games where, uh, Atlanta Falcons fans get to enjoy the sweet, sweet taste of Chick-fil-A. Just saying. Yeah. Good point. <laughs> I didn't think about that. The fans would be even more pumped up. 
So. Yeah, it's so weird that they have Chick-fil-A in a s- stadium where it's mostly Sunday night things. I mean, Sunday day things. It's, it's I weird. mean, the, the soccer team plays there, too. Yet somehow... Oh, yeah, the soccer team. Real cool. I mean, I'm sure the soccer I'm team... I'm just kidding. Isn't soccer real? No, never mind. What? They're, where's soccer really big? Seattle and... Atlanta. Los Angeles. It, it's really big in Atlanta, Yeah, right? they, they draw like 60,000 a game. Yeah, that's Which is crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, Seattle, Los uh, Angeles... Los Angeles, um, Atlanta, Philly, eh. no, 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 Houston, Kansas City, uh, Kansas right, City, uh, Kansas City, I would say. Um, move on from that. But uh, yeah, Chick Fil A still like awesome, still good, number good, one. Good for you guys being able I to Chick-fil-A enjoy. I Chick Fil A last week. Mm. You know, that was great. I always people always it's always funny. When I, I get that people don't like. Like the fact that they're very conservative and like religious or whatnot. Well, they they said they stopped donating to anti but, LGBT. But but again, but, the, but what really bothers me is when people are like, oh yeah, and their food's terrible too. It's uh, like, yeah. bro, it's like, who are you kidding? Like you can like, like them for some reason, but <laughs> it's like, don't, don't don't just lie. Don't, yeah, exactly. Don't, like, lie. don't lie. Like come, yeah, exactly. Quit 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 lying to yourself. You know their food is is so much better than the rest of the fast food. I mean, that spicy chicken deluxe with the Monterey Jack cheese. Is just oh, like, every time. Mm. I get it every time. How do you not want I don't think it? I've ever gotten anything else from Chick-fil-A, but I never really want anything else from Chick-fil-A. And just the friendly faces. Yeah. They're always so nice. Dude, the Chick-fil-A, um, Chick-fil-A party trays are just like mm. the best. Actually, yeah, all right, I've had the nuggets from the Chick-fil-A party trays. Super, yeah. You have a Super Bowl party, Chick-fil-A nugget party tray. Well, you can't. You gotta get it on Saturdays. You gotta get it on Saturday and you gotta, you gotta reheat it. Although, uh, yeah. but. Well, I mean, it's not but, bad. But, That's not bad. But Chick-fil-A, uh, does offer party trays with the uncooked chicken nuggets. So gotcha. you don't yeah, have to reheat yes. them, you just heat them once. Bam. They should cancel that for the Super Bowl. They should just be like, alright. I've, I've been, day. I've been saying that for years, Brian. Why don't we just years. black market Chick-fil-A? Just buy a shit ton of it on the Saturday and then sell it, resell it on Sunday? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Aw, oh, man. Chick-fil-A is so good. Aftermarket Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Except when you're reselling it, you have to be really, really friendly. Cause people expect the best out yeah. of their Chick-fil-A sellers. You gotta say my pleasure when they say thank you. Oh, yeah. Always. All right. Uh, let's go into the other games. Um, shootout. I'm going to pick the uh, Vikings at Seahawks. Yeah, let's start rolling through this. We're almost an hour and a half in. All right. Well, not really. Uh, Vikings at Seahawks. Kirk Cousins, you know what? He's got over that got over that hump of not being able to perform against good teams. And Seahawks, you know, Russell Wilson's just a fucking magician. Great game. High scoring game. I like all these people in these games. <laughs> nice. I like it. All these people in all these games. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah now, although, yeah. although Pete Carroll did say that Rashad Penny and Chris Carson go into a time uh, timeshare. Uh, they got two weeks in Boca Raton together. Uh, I'm I'm not sure what that means for Carson. It definitely um, hurts. Was, his, it hurts his value. I'm still not playing Penny unless you're. It real. sure does. Penny looks great. I know. Like, I mean, you can't play him, but he looks good. Like, didn't they draft him in the first round? To actually round. have yeah. more go. Oh God, it's 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 just muddled. Um, any Carson owners like, yeah. like closing out of play. It's like, like what do you do? The now? first fifteen fumbles they didn't really. Carol <laughs> didn't care about this year, but the sixteenth one that really wasn't kind of his fault that really pissed him off. 
Well, if you're somebody who is like, oh, Russell Wilson's been a top three quarterback, Tyler Lockett's been in the top six, uh, Chris Carson's been in the top seven or so, and you went into last week's game, oh, DK Metcalf has been good. You went into last week's game, you're just disappointed. Every Seahawks, uh, fantasy person's disappointed. Russell Wilson wasn't good. DK dropped so many passes. Uh-huh. Tyler Lockett didn't catch a pass and Chris Carson got benched. Like all your, all your leading Seahawks uh, just let you down. Let's just hope you're a Seahawks fan and you just hope you were happy they won the game because that's all you got out of it. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, offensive explosion this week. I, I mean, there's so many good shootout games. Raiders, yeah. Chiefs. I mean, I'm leaning towards Rams, Cardinals, but Forty Niners, Ravens. I mean, those are two good offenses. Even fucking. Uh, Jets Bengals. That's, I that's, see Andy Dalton being good against Jets Shitty D. That's my unconventional uh, I was, shootout of the week. I, w- I have it listed, but I don't want to say it because nah. you guys are like, Ugh. what? No, yeah. I actually like it. If you said it, I would have. Well, I never know with you guys. Well, yeah, well, I could say the same right. thing if I said the Saints Falcons. You, you know, you would have given me, like, oh, of course. Ugh. Well, I do yeah. Saints Falcons just because, like, I mean, that, I do Saints because it's like obvious. No, you just do that because I'm a Saints fan. You have to, you have to always make a, a noise or a gesture when I, I say something with the Saints related. But the, the Jets and Bengals can be an unconventional shootout of the mm-hmm. week. There could be a lot of uh, things going on there. I like all the people in all the games, like John just said. <laughs> I'm going 49ers Ravens. That that is a shootout, huh? Ooh, yep. Well, yeah, I, like I think it. it's the ultimate MVP showcase for Jackson. Um, I think the Rams. De- I mean, the Ravens defense is good. And the 49ers defense is good, but they could be beat. Um, then the 49ers are going to have to try to keep up, but they're too good of a team to just get blown out. Uh, I just don't see Jackson getting slowed that much. So I think it's going to be like one of the – I think it's just going to be like a really good 1 o'clock game. I wish they could flex this in for a late game. I wish that the uh, NFL did that. Mm. Don't they flex? Yeah, but – more yeah. often. They didn't want to do it. No flexing. Uh, I mean, also, what would you take out? Vikings, Seahawks, or... I, I would take out Patriots, Texans, and put this bad boy in. Yeah, but you know they can't... You know, they built, you know the Patriots, so... Yeah. yeah, I know. But that's not that good of a game. No, I mean, Texans haven't been too good. Um, also, Bucks at Jacks. Kind of like that one. That's a little unconventional shootout. Yeah, I can see that. A bit more conventional, but still kind of Yeah, maybe if they put freaking Minshew back in. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, all right. Well, that was everyone. Uh, the uh, game or teams that you want to avoid? I have two players I am going to avoid. Go on. Um, now, by avoid, I mean one is actually a definite avoid. Uh, Joe Mixon. Mm-hmm. Jets run D. Bro, they, they, best they, run D? They, well, one they, of the best run D. They are solid run D. And I know we just talked about it as a shootout, but I think it's going to be a shootout through the air. And I think Joe Mixon is going to get shut down. He is uh, obviously not performed up to uh, snuff this year, and I just don't see him. I mean, my snuff was very needs. low for him. So um, the other one is you're going to play him, but just don't be. You're not going to be happy, I think, with the outcome. Uh, and it's Leonard Fournette had a monster game this past week versus Titans, um, but the Buccaneers, one of the top run defenses in the league, they shut down running backs really well in fantasy. So. I think this is going to be one of those games where Fournette goes for like 20 carries for like 80 yards and no touchdowns. Like, and maybe like three catches. So like, he'll get like, he'll get you 10 points, 11 points. 
Like, that's about it. Now, I'm just going off of this because we just mentioned the Jets and the Bucks as two of the best rush defenses in the league. But does that show just how not worthless, past. but kind of how worthless having a great rush D is in today's football? No, I... I not necessarily. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, not necessarily. But kind of, yeah. Kind of, yeah, though. Like, kind of, yeah. I mean, yeah, Jets have a great rush D, and I love the bench Joe Mixon call. I'm right there with you. Um, like you said, it's hard to bench Fournette with how good he's been, but uh, Tampa has a great rush D. You know, also has a good rush D, the frickin' Giants for some reason. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, none of these teams are good at all. <laughs> so, Saints have what, a good what does it matter about a rush D? I don't know. Saints have a pretty good rush D, and when they're fully healthy well, on, the ba- on the back end, you know, they made like a, like a team like the Dallas Cowboys one-dimensional, mm-hmm. and that rush D really, you know, really hurts a team like the Cowboys when they stopped Elliott, and then they just knew what they were doing and shut down the pass. So, I don't think it, it's in every scenario that like rush D is useless or like don't matter. Well, no, I mean, like, but even the Patriots, their pass D is so much better than their rush D. The rush D is pretty damn good too, though. Not as good as their <laughs> pass D. More of the pass D. But, like I said though, with, with Fournette, 10, 11 points, I don't, I don't he's, you gotta be lucky if he finds the end zone. Like, that's, that's, that's your hope. Because he's not, I don't think he's gonna get a lot of yards this game. Yeah, it's definitely a tough matchup. Um, one of the guys I'm battling with for a playoff spot has Mixon and Fournette, so Ooh. I feel good about that. Well, good. Um, Let's see, my avoid. Uh, I'm gonna avoid, uh, Steelers against the Browns. Oh man. Maybe except for Snell, but, um. Well, what if Connor plays? Then maybe Connor. (laughs) Then maybe Connor. Um, yeah. But, I mean, the Browns defense is, I mean, they gave a buttload of garbage points, garbage time, um, so. I don't think the, the, the Steelers Quarterbacks that's just are good enough for garbage time. Even that's what I'm saying. It's just the uh, the Steelers' offense is just so depraved right now. Like Ryan Fitzpatrick knows he can, he knows garbage time. I mean, he like he is he he like he was born into garbage like, time. Yeah, he's like Ryan the Grouch. Like he knows garbage time. Like okay. he gets it. <laughs> um, that was not bad. Um, <laughs> Uh, but like Rudolph and Hodges, they don't they don't know garbage time. They they can't do garbage time. So you're telling me the duck don't know garbage? <laughs> he duck, don't know ducks garbage. Love garbage. Yeah, but he does. He's not a good <laughs> duck. He's a bad duck. He doesn't understand garbage. He's like a like a lame duck. Uh, yeah. Oh, you gotta catch that. Um, yeah, I, I guess, just, I'll do one before we move on. Um, Chargers ahead. pass. Chargers uh, wide receivers. I don't like Williams or Allen in this one. Um, you might probably not have better options though. So that's yeah, that's the problem with Keenan Allen. You probably don't have better options. Maybe you do. I could be wrong. But just lower the lower those expectations with Rivers right now throwing the ball. Um, you got any voice? Did you did you do your voice, John? My voice? Uh, yeah, the Steelers. Oh, sorry, Steelers. You just literally just said it. I just. Also, maybe, uh, I mean, I don't know if it counts, but Dolphins, if, uh, except for Parker. Eagles defense is good, but I don't know if that really counts. Yeah. Devontae Parker, superstar, finally, all these years <laughs> of being the guy that people set up, 
I think it's going to be a Devontae Parker year. He's finally doing it. And you know what? Next year is going to be hype for him. He's going to be garbage. I know. He had to wait. <laughs> absolutely, there was no person left on his hype train for him to finally be good. So now, if his hype train grows, he's done. He can't. He doesn't like it. He's going to kick them all off. Can't handle Can't handle the hype train. Mm-mm. Alright, uh, and then interesting or just best game, 49ers or Ravens? Um, did I have that one? You know what? I, I didn't put that because it was too obvious. And obviously it's gonna be. I mean, that was the only choice to make. I put the Bills Cowboys. I thought that was gonna be a very interesting game. Well, we were talking about that. That was in a separate section. I know it was in a separate section, but I'm still gonna put that in this mm-hmm. section. Not really. Shut up. Fine. That's, that's the game. Okay, cool. Brian agrees as well. Cool. His, cool. Si- his, yeah. si- his silence speaks volumes. Okay. All right. Uh, so that's the uh, final uh, segment of the show, except for our last and final segment. It's the boys of the week. What? I did a that's our final second segment of the show, except for our last final segment. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was kind of a pert happily uh, segue. <laughs> Alright, All right, so uh, the boys of the week, I won last week, obviously. Uh, Brian finished last because none of his boys played. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta have boys to play if they're gonna win. Uh, they don't, they don't really tell you. You know, at least I have a good excuse when I keep losing. <laughs> My boys don't play. Sure, excuses, excuses. I'm just gonna start picking boys that are already on the IR, so that's just, you know, I'll be alright. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't understand this. They're all. <laughs> They're all set to play, and then they just don't. <laughs> all right. Well, John, since you did win this week, um, you get first uh, first boy. Okay. Uh, my first boy of the week will be... I'll go with Didi Westbrook versus Tampa Bay. Oh, you stole my Westbrook. Well, you picked him one week too early. Didi, Tampa Bay sucks against the pass. Uh, I believe they're dead last, actually. Probably a high-scoring game here, so let's go D.D. Westbrook to get a touchdown in, like, 80 yards. Oh, man. I was going to try to double up on my D.D. Well, that's why I picked him first. All right. Well, I guess I'm going to have to go with the what I feel is the obvious. Um, I'm going with Gerald Everett versus the Cardinals. Uh, oh, that was uh, – man, I had him, too. As just we, boys being stolen, like, right? <laughs> I still like to steal them boys. Uh, as we all know, the Cardinals Gone do boy. not – Stop me right by track. <laughs> um, Cardinals don't know how to cover a tight end. So, even the worst of the worst. I mean, like, backups on, of backups are scoring touchdowns versus the Cardinals defense on tight end. So, Gerald Everett's gotta put up 90 and a touchdown versus the Cardinals. Uh, and plus they're getting, uh, absolutely, like, fucking destroyed right now by the Ravens. I feel like this is gonna be a game where they're gonna wanna come out strong. And, uh, put up some points. More than six as they have right now. So, Gerald Everett, going to go off on the Cardinals. Okay. All right, I'm going to go Calvin Ridley. Said it earlier. Going to say it again. Four catches, 102 yards, and a touchdown. All right. Solid, think, solid yards per catch. I think you're low on catches. I think he's going to have more than that. Uh, well, well, fine. Then maybe you should have picked them instead of catches. Yeah. Uh, my second boy will be Jamal Williams against the Giants. Uh, Giants don't know how to cover running backs going out of the backfield. And, uh, he'll get, like, I don't know, 75 total yards in a touchdown. Alright, I'm going to go with, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, this is sort of like a Brian style pick. I don't necessarily know if this guy's going to be playing or not, but I'm gonna risk it anyway. I'm going oh, with Sean David, Jeffrey. David Njoku. Yeah. 
And I'm going to go, he's go, he wanted to play this past week. They didn't let him play, but I feel like he's going to have a full week of practice, be ready to go for the Steelers. He's going to get five receptions. Don't know about, about the yards, but he's actually going to catch the ball five times, which is good for him. And he's going to get one of those as a touchdown. So, like, like I'm going to come back in this tight end wasteland. I am going to go Christian Kirk against the Rams, who uh, I don't think they know how to guard people anymore through the air. So I think that's a pretty <laughs> safe bet. Um, I was between him and Kenyon Drake because I think this is going to be – I think the Cardinals are actually going to put up together a pretty decent showing. Um, Drake's been playing well. Nah, maybe I want to do Drake. No, I'll, I'll stay <laughs> <laughs> Christian Kirk. All right. Uh, and then my final boy will be uh, the recipient of a bunch of passes from Ryan Tannehill, A.J. Brown at, at Indy, 5300 A little bit more expensive for one of my boys. Usually I like to keep on the low-end boys. Uh, but I'm going to A.J. Brown. He, um, well, he just, just had a really nice game, so uh, that sort of bumped up his value in, uh, in the DK leagues. Yeah. Um, my last boy, since I couldn't double up on my my Westbrook, I'm going to double up on my Darius guys. And I'm going to say, first the Panthers, who don't really have a, a really good run D. They, the Redskins got to run the ball. They got to they gotta commit to their young running back. And I'm hoping they do. So I'm going to go with my same prediction as last week. 100 total, yard, 100 total yards and a touchdown. Kind of disappointed you didn't do three tight ends. I was thinking about it, but I, I want to stick with my boy. I want to stick. With, I, want, I got to stick with one of my boys. So, Brian, who's your and last? my last boy, the one, the only, yes. three times in a row. <laughs> this is it, baby. He's getting in the game, Alshon Jeffrey. Oh, they didn't have to beat him. He just did it on his own. <laughs> I have to keep. To, you know what? I'm too far gone now. <laughs> He's pot committed <laughs> until he plays. See, because I swear to God, if he doesn't play. And he has a game. Uh, I would never forgive myself. See, we're all we're all dumb like this. You're dumb with Jeffrey. I'm dumb with Montgomery. Yeah, you know, I don't know. John's dumb with something. I'm sure. Yeah, it's just, um, at least Montgomery. You know, I think yours is worse because Montgomery is playing and sucking. <laughs> at least Jeffrey, there's some hope that we're just not seeing it yet. Yeah, there's some hope that like you see it like 12 o'clock. Oh, I don't have to play him, and you get someone else who actually gets points. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Oh man. But, uh, alright, that is it for our actual Monday edition of, uh, Fantasy Limbs Podcast. Um, we didn't get a chance to do our Thanksgiving picks. It's a bit late tonight, uh, for food that we like to, uh, normally enjoy. But, um, other than that, you can follow us at Fantasy underscore Lens on Twitter. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Fantasy Lens. Please download, rate, subscribe. Um, the, the comments and rates, ratings are always the best for us. We always enjoy those. We also have fantasy lens podcast at Gmail. And everybody have a happy Thanksgiving, and we will see you next week. Happy Thanksgiving.